o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy from Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your special someone. Appreciate you joining us today. Did you see last night when a couple got married at uh, halftime of the Mavericks-Timberwolves game? According I this, didn't see that, no. First ever marriage during an NBA game, according to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, okay. how about that? Could this be a new... Love is uh, not dead, Jim, apparently. Okay, see, maybe this is the, the bad part of me here on this Valentine's Day. If I'm Mark Cuban, I'm going, hey... This is an opportunity. Oh, Mark Cuban is absolutely <laughs> hey, thinking how wait, to monetize this. Wait a minute. And maybe Stan Kroenke. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Halftime weddings? Why not? Why not? Why not? We could do that, right? Yeah. I mean, Post-game at least, wedding? Pre-game wedding? Game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. But... I, I I think you're maybe I'm maybe I'm missing the point on this, <laughs> but it's I, like I, <laughs> but it's like wait a minute they there there's a chance they could monetize this thing. I mean I wonder I wonder if they had to pay. That's my question. Among many, of course, the first of which is usually why. Then it's did they have to pay? What's the setup? You know that sort of thing. Right. Was this the, a jumbotron proposal? No, is it full blown? No, 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 no. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. Did this start? Did the engagement start with a jumbotron proposal at a Mavs game? So they went ahead and got married at a Mavs game. That's where my brain goes. Right. Like, is this just the bookend of some weird sports engagement type thing? I do not know. I know this was a full-blown wedding at yeah, halftime. Yeah, no, right? I, but, yeah, I but, 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 hey, but I don't yeah. know if it started at a Mavericks game. If it, he proposed to her, and then hey, you know let's what? Let's just get married at the Mavs game. Let's get you know here in a few months we'll get yeah. married. You know next when the next time they're in town we'll get married. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did they try to book the American Airlines Arena in Miami and get the wrong one, the one in Dallas? <laughs> I, That's another question I have. The American Airlines Center. I do not know. I just know that this couple got married last night at halftime of the the Mavs T Wolves game. Again, first question is always why. Not the why get married. I understand that. No, part. Well, yeah. Now, but there, why there, at a Mavs game? There, there was a time that you probably would have questioned that, but now you don't. I yeah. mean, everybody you, at some point in their lives would be like, why? Paperwork alone. Why? <laughs> but now it's like, okay, what are What's the point of doing it at an NBA game? Why couldn't they do what, tonight's game somewhere? I, now I you got Now, if you're the guy, you got to do two days in a row. Your anniversary, then the next day is Valentine's Day. That's poor planning. I don't. It's like I don't. I don't know. I just know this: they got married last night at halftime of the Mavs game. You know, and 
Is that the most romantic moment in the world? I mean, you're there with a sweaty t-shirt 18, Mark Cuban, eighteen thousand sub people. Do you at least get, get good seats if you do that? I don't know. I just thought I'd bring a little, little Whitney. God rest your soul. Yeah, little Whitney today to help set this mood of love on a Tuesday. I just, I, I just look. I think your wife and my wife are kind of in the same mindset about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. It, if it takes one day out of the year for you to acknowledge how much you care about somebody, how much you love somebody, yeah. then you got a problem. Well, I mean, it, I got the thumbs up to work tonight. So that's all you need, no, need I got to the really line, know. When I saw you at Buffalo Wild Wings, mm-hmm. it, was, it was, yes, me, he's Very working quickly. too. He's yes. working Tuesday night. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, are we doing anything for Valentine's Day? No. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's a basketball game that night. Maybe it's up for grabs. She's like, do it. All right. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. if you go home today before you go to the game. Make a couple of those nickels drove together. Will you, will you uh, maybe perform this for maybe? I mean, and I'll go the, home and do that. Maybe She'll on the drums. Maybe you can just do it on the drums. You can just, you know, because you're... You're a drummer, right? Yeah. Or used to be a drummer. I would I would do that. She'd still be at work, so it wouldn't be embarrassing for either of us. <laughs> okay. Just perform it yeah. in an empty house with a dog and a cat. Good video for it and leave her. You know, send it to her. There you go. See, I, I, I made the I made the effort, right, on this mm-hmm. Valentine's Day to do something special. So are you gonna you gonna go home and sing Whitney then? Since you're uh, probably out to do it? No, no, probably not. No. <laughs> no. We'll see. You're still the the newlywed. You're still the relatively it's it's fresh and it's new. I mean, technically that's true. Yeah, it is. We're within a year, so we're yeah. We're still newlyweds, yeah. technically newlyweds. So I'm just just making a suggestion, mm-hmm. and not, you don't have to follow it because seldom should you, to be quite honest, follow most of my suggestions. That's yeah. That's a good point. Probably a good idea. All right, so. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day! My wife's not a big Hallmark holiday g- woman either, so that's good. Like she's she will appreciate an effort today. Yes, that's I think whatever it, I happen to do. You get but some we don't flowers have to do anything. or acknowledge it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a a big to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a trail of rose petals all over the house or no. something like that. No, it doesn't require that because we both have the same feeling of. Somebody's going to have to clean those up. <laughs> it's like, so you're going to do that? <laughs> so, hey, Mr. Ro- hey, Mr. I Romantic. I them on the floor. I'm going to have to clean them up. Hey, Mr. Romance. Yes. Why don't you clean, take care of that? Get the vacuum out and mm-hmm. vacuum those things up. So. All right. Well, I was trying to think of a question today with mm-hmm. a pile. It would be sports related with a a feeling of love that doesn't come off as weird and creepy. Like a play, uh, well, that's like, kind of the bar. Like a, like, a, like a player that you love, but not in the romantic sense that Valentine, of course, Valentine's Day is. Plutonic no. love? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. That's not a bro that, love? That doesn't play for a team that you root for. Players like, I love that guy. That guy's great. I love that player. For Valentine's Day, we're just rephrasing the remote stopper guy see him on the tv and you just watch because he's amazing right you're just going wow. he or she he, he, either, yep, way, yep. Yes. either way he or she we want to be fair about that he or she today they current just, guy 
it can't be like, uh, it always, you know. Love watching John Elway. Yeah. Love watching, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. Or, or what? Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, loved watching Favre back mm-hmm. in the day before he got into legal trouble. My remote always stopped on Johnny U. Well, there were no <laughs> remotes back then. You got up and yeah. changed the channel but, yourself. Yeah, and you just didn't want to do it. So current yeah, I'm a, player. I'm a current player. You go, I got to watch. I mean, for me, it's Patrick Mahomes right now. It's got to be Mahomes. For football, at least. That's a little recency bias. I do I do tend to watch if the Chargers are on. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. I do like the way he plays the game. But Mahomes, Herbert. NBA-wise, Giannis always... I mean, because he's just such a physically... Mm-hmm imposing guy. Giannis, John Morant. Yeah. Yeah. Those are guys that, once again, has to be somebody that doesn't play for a team you root for. Mm-hmm. There you go. Donovan uh, Mitchell's out. He'd be definitely one of those guys for me. Right. He's, be one, right he's now your now your guy. Yep. So I've got some thoughts on that today. Players that you love to watch that don't play for a team that you that you root for. On this celebration of love on this Valentine's Day. Uh, pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. So yes, they do. Uh, probably Max Scherzer. Yeah. I like yeah. to watch Mad Max a little bit. Yeah, I do. I do. Strike somebody out, carries the luggage around the mound. And puff the, ar- the chest out, arms to the side a little. Not just hanging down, but like he's carrying suitcases. I have a love-hate relationship with Bryce Harper. I find yeah. when he's at the plate, I always have to watch if he if I pop it on. Mm-hmm. But I'm always torn between wanting to see him hit a bomb or strike contact, out. You're like, what a jerk. <laughs> Look at that guy, how that he guy. runs the bases yeah. on his 490-foot home run. What yeah. a jerk. What an absolute tool, that guy yeah. is. No, Bryce is one of those guys. Yeah, yeah I think so. That there's, but there's a, there's some love-hate there for mm-hmm. me with Bryce Harper. Juan Soto, maybe a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Juan Soto. So. Yeah. Scherzer's a guy that I yeah Scherzer I just the demeanor mm-hmm. I just I, I I love me some Mad Max yeah I do all right so you can send that in to us today text or call us Chick Fil A breakfast team phone line nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty and also today pile if you want to share what what's the big thing you're gonna do mm-hmm. for your significant other that you can share with us yeah now if it's a surprise <laughs> then you're gambling that she doesn't listen to the show right. Which, for her sake, is probably smart. Probably a good idea. You can tell us if you're comfortable that she's not listening to Right. If you want to share that with us. Or you're past the point of surprises in your marriage. To the point to where, you know what? She doesn't like surprises. I don't like planning surprises. So, we're good. So, she's listening. Not a big deal. Or she already knows. Yeah, we're, we're good on that. We're good on that whole surprise thing. Oddest Valentine's Day thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't we've ever really had We haven't really anything done anything odd. odd. No. No. Like something you're like, wow, you went bass fishing for Valentine's Day? <laughs> something like that, you know. <laughs> it, that would be odd, right? Yeah. I'd, that would be a very different thing to go do on Valentine's Day. See? That's what I mean. We're We're not quite to that point yet. Yeah, I've, I'm not I've never, much of an outdoorsy cat anyway. Yeah, no, that's not really your thing, and it's yeah, it's no. I'm I'm not big into fishing myself either. So, mm-hmm. but I 
Yeah, I don't think we've heard anything really like weird like that. No. No, not that I can ever recall. Yeah. I can't say no because my brain's not great. My memory's yeah. not significant anymore. Well, yeah, and so we have and we have kind of a... Well, we might have done something. It's, it's, like a, it's a bit of an odd thing because, not that I'm trying to bring this up, but it just it factors into the conversation. Who had 13 minutes? I'm <laughs> my, just kidding. My, I'm just kidding. My birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. So it's always been this, you know, it's my birthday, but it's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, and so we kind of try to combine the two a little bit, and, and so it's always been kind of that deal as well. Yeah. Where... It it does my birthday. Thanks, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Detracts from Valentine's Day Good a little planning. bit. Yeah. Well, you know that, his uh, wife's only going to have to get the, one all, present. You know, all those years ago, my yep. mom and dad they were uh, thinking they, ahead. They were enjoying Valentine's yeah. Day. The the Mrs. Jim Davis <laughs> they, is going to have to. They truly embraced the uh, the holiday. Although I'm, pr- I'm probably certain your mom wasn't necessarily enjoying Valentine's Day being in labor, maybe. <laughs> Well, no, no, probably but, wasn't a whole lot no, of fun. But the, May was probably. I'm just orange. saying. I'm just saying the. Sorry. I'm just saying that they got to the. Unless you're uh, one of those yeah. weird twelve month babies. Yeah, I know, but I'm just. Well, I guess yeah, that's true. What I'm saying is they were. Well, see, well, yeah, you're right. Okay, math, math is hard for me. Yeah, that would have been true. That that would not have. Maybe put them in the spirit that yeah. year. My joke is that I was a prom baby and my dad yeah. was 38 when I was born. <laughs> My mom really didn't like that joke because she was 32. Yeah. <laughs> but if you leave that out, yeah. you get some good looks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Like, stop it. That's not funny. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's true about my mom and dad. That would have... But like I said, maybe it set the stage, though. Yeah. It set the, it set the it set stage the for, the, for, the, for the years for, to for come. For the years to come, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mind is all over the place today. So it's Tuesday in February, <laughs> Super Bowl hangover. Okay. Day day two. Super Bowl hangover, day two. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that is a nine month process. That's true. That's <laughs> not not a, it's not a twelve month. Yeah. That's okay. It's like wait, wait a minute. That that bun's been in the oven. What Damn. That, that thing is overcooked. That, you were a little late, that, apparently. That, kid, that kid's gonna be ready for third grade. The time comes out. Mrs. Davis is in labor for three months. <laughs> Get this kid out of me. Yeah. Oh, okay. On that note. <laughs> anyway. We've got Wyatt Thompson coming up. We're also going to preview the state wrestling tournament with uh, Fruit of Monument coach Lucas Archuleta. Woo! Also, Central coach Clint Trujillo. We'll have Mav Day today with uh, Mike George, Taylor Wagner, and... Baseball coach Chris Hanks, Triple Play Records Stadium Cinema today. So none got, of those three coaches lost last weekend. Nope, it was it was a really good swim and dive teams won championships. Mm-hmm. Softball eh, was not the best weekend for making both team the softball team, but otherwise it was uh, yeah quite a weekend with the like I said swim and dive teams winning their fifth straight respective Armac championships. So you had Battle and Brownson Thursday, right? Yep, and the Mavs the won that. Team? So good weekend for Maverick yeah. Sports this past weekend. It's gonna be super busy this weekend too. Oh, yeah. You got the women regional Sunday. You got men's and women's basketball. You got baseball, softballs on campus as well. Fort Lewis on Saturday. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. Parking at a premium. Yes, yeah, so it will be a yeah, little plan tight. ahead. Carpool, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. It's keep that in mind if you're going over to CMU this weekend. So anyway, you're the player you love to watch. 
that doesn't play for your team? Who would that be? Text or call 970-242-1340. I think we got a good start. Yeah, Mahomes definitely mm-hmm. fits into that category. I like Luka. Of course, we'll see Luka tomorrow night. Nuggets take on the yeah. Mavs. Final game before the All-Star break. You got Luka and Kyrie. Yeah, I can pass on Kyrie. Yeah, not really. Kyrie <laughs> was fun like seven years ago. Yeah, I can pass on Kyrie. Not so much now at this point. I Although, I mean, he did have 36 last night. Yeah, he did play really well last night. But I, I can pass I on Kyrie. I can't separate Kyrie on the court from Kyrie off the court. I, I can't either. I, I just... Because he's just such a I, unlikable guy. He went for 36 on 15 to 23 shooting, but I'm like, what a douche. Every shot he would put up. Like, man, yeah, he's just what a tool that guy is. Oh, he made ex- it again. He's just extremely unlikable. He's a, when he's healthy and locked in, he's he's a he's top, a top 10, 10 player. He's only a top 10 player. But he's so unlikable. Mm-hmm. Just can't stand him. Can't stand you. Like I can't. The, uh, George I don't Costanza like. Thing. I don't like Kevin Durant either. He might be one of those guys. For a guy other that people. I used to really like, and now yeah. I'm like, yeah, because he's just kind of a whiner to me a little bit. He just kind of comes across that way. John Morant's a whiner too, but I still like Kyrie him. Trey to, Young's fun to watch. Yeah, Kyrie to me is just unhinged. Yeah, just and then Durant's just a whiner. You just get touch. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trey Young's a lot of fun to watch. I enjoy him. The Mad Max for baseball, I think. Yeah. Bryce Harper, that's a good one. Um trying to think who else really liked a wa- that's like in, in baseball that I have to go, oh, okay. You mentioned I think Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. Um I gotta think about it that a little bit. It used to be Altuve. Yeah. But now I'm kinda good on the Astros for a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. Now Nolan can be in that conversation, right? I guess, yeah, it's, it's true. He doesn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nolan, sure. That would fit. All right, so. Five years ago, Kristen Yelich. Sorry to jump in. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, when when Yelich was. MVP. Like, yeah, yeah, MVP, one of the top players in the game. Just so yeah. smooth. But it just seems like he's kind of. Fallen off. Yeah, disappeared. There, there was a time I liked watching Ryan Braun. Yeah. It was a long time ago, <laughs> but actually, that's not a current player, but, you know, Brewer's connection there. All right, 719, and it's time for... What's happening? All right, it's brought to you by ComWest, your technology partner. We help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. If you need help with surveillance, network support, cybersecurity... PC and server support, backup and disaster recovery, a new phone system like they did for us here at the radio station. Give them a call today. They're your technology service partner, ComWest. Call them at 970-242-8142. So we leave things off this morning on the Jim Davis Show with, for the first time in franchise history, Nuggets have won 40 games for the All-Star break, with Jamal Murray out with knee inflammation, Aaron Gordon out with a rib injury. Nikola Jokic carried the load, nearly had a triple-double, and leading Denver to a 112-108 win at Miami Monday night. Jokic scored 27 points, grabbed 12 rebounds, and dished out eight assists as the Nuggets moved to 40-18 and on the season. Denver coach Mike Malone says 
It's a good way to end the road trip. To start this trip off with a really disappointing effort in Orlando and not a great start in Charlotte, but second half really played well. And then tonight was our best effort of the three games. To beat a team that's won eight in a row at home. So 40 wins, uh, one more game before the break, go home, take care of our home court, and um, we'll go from there. Denver wraps up the first half at home against Dallas tomorrow night, pregame at 6.30 on the Team Sports Network. And Super Bowl ratings are out for Fox's telecast from Sunday. Big game averaged 113 million viewers across all their platforms. It's up uh, 1% from last year's Super Bowl. It's a six-year high for the game. And so, for those that, once again, like think the NFL's dead. Football's dead. Football's, NFL's dead. NFL's real football's dead. in April. <laughs> USFL, baby. It's your real football right yeah. there. Stop that talk because that's not true. The NFL is still very much alive and well. With with, with some warts, we would agree there's some warts there, mm-hmm. but it is still very much alive and well. All right, so tonight on the Team Sports Network, the Southwestern League regular season title could be decided on boys' basketball as Fruta Monument hosts the Central Warriors. The boys of Fruta, they're 18-2. and two. They're 5-1, and one, coming off a revenge win over Grand Junction. Central's 15-5 and five, with a 4-2 and two league record right behind the Wildcats. Fruta head coach Jake Aguirre says, even with home court advantage, tonight's game's Still going to be a tough matchup. If we're able to get this one and, and win it on our floor, celebrate it with our students, I mean, what else can we ask for? We know we're going to have to bring it because Central's a great team. they got great shooters. We understand what we have in front of us, and it's not going to be anything easy. We're going to have to be focused and ready to go. So the boys' games at 7.30 tonight. Fruita wins. They clinch the Southwestern League title. For the Central girls basketball team, they score off against Fruita, looking for some payback for a 52-36 to loss in their home floor earlier this month. Wildcats one of the best teams at turning over opponents, averaging over 15 points per game, while the Warriors turn the ball over an average of 10 times per game. Central coach Mary Doan says surviving the press and taking care of the basketball are going to be big keys for them tonight when they take on the Wildcats. That's kind of where we struggled on Friday night against Durango, so absolutely taking care of the ball is a huge part of it. You can catch those games tonight. Brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Pre-game at 545 for the girls. They tip it at 6. The boys at 730 tonight. Fruita Monument at Central in Southwestern League play. Also, the Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball team plays at Montrose tonight. And their 5A playoff hopes can get a big boost with a win over the Red Hawks earlier this month. Caleb Ferguson led the way for Montrose, scoring 15 points to hand the Tigers a four-point loss at home. Grand Junction coach Isaac Madison says his big guys are looking forward to another crack at the Red Hawks Center. They've kind of taken that personally a little bit. We'll work through the scout report and through the film, and I think they'll be ready to play tomorrow. So we just got to do a better job, you know, taking away those things they want to do, and we got to do a better job on our end to be more efficient. Both Grand Junction basketball teams play at Montrose. We'll talk with uh, Red Hawks coach, uh, girls coach Steve Skiff coming up at 8 this morning, and you can hear both those games with pregame at 545, girls tip it at 6, boys at 730 on the Monkey, 95.7 here in the Valley. And in Montrose, 93.5 FM, Larry Newlin and Pat Hooley will have the call on those games tonight from Lloyd McMillan in Montrose. And that's a look at... What's happening? Right, of course, brought to you by our friends at ComWest. If you're needing help with your internet, cybersecurity, other issues like backup and disaster recovery, or a new business phone system, or surveillance, give them a call today. ComWest, your technology partner, 970-242-8100. 42. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Stay by the radio. You're listening to the Jim Davis Show on the Team 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction.
Welcome back, 727 Jim and the Buckeye Boy today on this Valentine's Day. Player or players that you love to watch that don't play for a team that you root for. Send that to us today. Also, maybe the most uh, unique Valentine's Day that you've celebrated with your significant other. Like you said, going bass fishing. Not that you've done that. No. But, <laughs> but just an example. Yeah. Of just something that was not the ordinary Valentine's Day you know, thing not that you the did. Chocolate and dinner Valentine's right. Day. Right. Something different. Something right. just really out of the ordinary. That you can share with us, okay? Yeah. 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 Let's keep that in mind, pile. Let's keep it clean. We had November septuplets. That's not really what we're getting at. No, uh, no. That's not what we're not what we're thinking about here. All right, so text or call us nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. And uh, love to hear from you today. Give a chance to win with Triple Play Records Stadium Cinema coming up next hour. So uh, last night, the Nuggets wrapping up their road trip, going to Miami, and they get their 40th win of the season. Now think about that. In in the history of this franchise, not even the, the year that they went to the Western Conference Final with Chauncey and Kmart and those guys, did they win 40 games for the All-Star break? Right. Western Conference final bubble team didn't do that either. didn't didn't do that either this team has done something it's never accomplished in franchise history not with david thompson not with alex english not with dan issel not with bobby jones not with chauncey mm-hmm. not with any of those guys they they won their 40th game last night with one to go before the all-star break and that's impressive i mean they go to they go to miami that's a team that won eight straight games at home. Yeah. And so you think, okay, that's really, really impressive. Guess what? We're not done here. Mm-hmm. Because they did it without Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon last night. Both those guys were out. Jamal Murray, knee inflammation. Aaron Gordon, rib contusion. And so Nikola Jokic last night does what Nikola Jokic does. He mm-hmm. rolls up his sleeves, gets to work, and he nearly has a triple-double last night. 27 points, 12 rebounds. Two assists shy of a triple-double last night. And talk about a very efficient night from the floor. He was 12 of 14 from the floor. And they they got six players in double figures last night. They got some big defensive plays. Michael Porter Jr. with a couple big steals. Christian Brown. Vladko Kankar. They played last night because of the Aaron Gordon injury. Nuggets defensively, in particular in the second half, they were really, really good. Mm-hmm. And the Heat, they aired last night's game as the league's best interior defense. They're getting up just 44.9 points per game inside. And you know, they were only 21st in the NBA at stopping threes. Denver said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to take you to school on both of them last night. Yeah. Denver scored 58 points in the paint last night. Of course, we have 34 assists. Mm-hmm. means stripping the basketball. You're being yeah. really, really efficient with the basketball. And then last night, you had Michael Porter Jr. He had five threes last night. 91 of their 112 points were either in the paint or beyond the perimeter. Not a whole lot of mid-range yeah. jumpers being taken by the Nuggets last night. Either layups or threes. Yeah. Layups or threes last night. So uh, here's... A little post Malone for you. Here's Michael Malone 
after a very impressive and franchise historic win at Miami last night. Yeah, I think a lot of times people don't really understand. You know, I think they assume, they expect, you know, easy win. You know, uh, Tyler Hero is out for them. Obviously, as you mentioned, Scott, no Jamal, no Aaron. Um, but as we've done, not only this season, but for many years now, when guys are out, other people step up. And, uh, you know, Vladko stepping in for Aaron, Bruce stepping in for Jamal, obviously. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, that's a good team over there. I mean, th- that team is playoff tested. They're well coached. Um, and we all know the trappings of Miami, you know. And um, so to come in here and have the, the, the proper effort, discipline, urgency, and even when things kind of weren't going our way, the place was getting into it, and uh, we were able to just calm ourselves down. Christian Brown had a huge putback. Bruce is a big three. Nicola does what he does, and some timely stops. I think fourth quarter, our defense was terrific, but second half, the defense was really good. They made 10 threes in the first half, only two in the second. Um, they shot 41% from the field in the second half. Um, so, you know, they're a good basketball team, and I was proud of our guys for finding a way to, uh, to pull the win out. All right, so there's uh, Michael Malone after the win of Miami last night. Nicola, 27 points, 17 from Michael Porter last night, 16 from Bruce Brown. We got 10 from Christian Brown, 12 from Jeff Green last night, Uncle Jeffy contributing last night. And then new acquisition, Thomas Bryant. Yeah. Coming off the bench, played 14 minutes, scored 10 points last night, did a nice job. After the game, Scott Hastings had a quick on-court chat with uh, Michael Porter Jr. We had to dig deep on defense. Um, they, they're a very good uh, defensive team, so our offense wasn't flowing like it normally does. But uh, we pulled through. A lot of guys contributed. You may missed a couple shots in the second half, but two giant steals down that fourth corner and then a great drive to the basket, expanding the game. Trying to, yeah. You know, uh, lately my, my three ball has been off for some reason, so trying to contribute in other ways, how my team win in other ways. Uh, that's definitely a, an area of growth I could grow in, so uh, got to keep it going for sure. Okay, how refreshing is, is it to hear that from Michael Porter Jr.? Shot was off in the second half. Knew I had to do some other things to help us win. Got, got involved on the defensive end. Yeah. That's refreshing to hear. If, if, that, if that becomes Michael Porter Jr. and his mindset going forward, Denver's going to be fine with MPJ, but it's it's taken it's it's been a growth process. It's been a maturation process, hasn't it, for him? Yeah, it has, and he's still not completely all the way there yet. But it's they're showing signs of some positivity, like his shot. He was five of thirteen, but it wasn't falling in the second half. Do some other things to help the team win, which is nice. He ends up with seven. He was plus six, so the Nuggets were you know. Six better than the Heat anytime he was on the court, which is both offense and defense, which helps. No assists, though. Yeah, that's the, that's the downside of his game last you night. Know, when the team hits at 58% and you don't have an – Thomas Bryan didn't have an assist either, but in 15 minutes off the bench, Ish Smith had six. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, quite yeah. 100% in the getting teammates involved category, but – not just kind of standing out there moping. My three's not hitting. So but contributing on the anything. defensive end. Though. Yeah, I mean, so, I'll, I mean, it's better. Yeah. It's not, it, like, job's not done for Michael Porter Jr., but he is in a better spot than he was a year ago, definitely. 100% better than he was two, three years ago. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not going to damn him too much for not, not having assists. 
if he's contributing in other areas, mm-hmm. Michael Malone's going to be okay with that. And he yeah. was, no, he was doing that last night. Point. Yeah, you know, I mean, because sound like a lot of guys were doing a great job distributing the basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 fair to give him a little bit of a hey, you know at least you know a couple of assists. Come on, yeah. but but he, I think but he contributed in other areas. And I like the Bryant move. I think he's going to be able to be more effective, and you can use him for longer stretches in that Boogie Cousins type role, right? Just kind of a big dude you can stick in the middle and run things through if you need to, but he's a threat to score that opens up other guys. And now with he ain't going to put in forty points. Yeah, but, and with with Reggie Jackson on the horizon, that now deals with the backup point guard. Mm-hmm. And so he's a veteran guy. Yes, how to win. I, I you know a lot of people have criticized Calvin Booth for how he handled things, but that that became necessary because of Bones Highland, mm-hmm. and because of the attitude of a guy. Bones forced that, that move. Yeah. And, and so he and congratulations on playing yourself out of Denver. Yeah, good job. You know, <laughs> team that took a chance on you. Give you a chance to play, and, and you're going to whine and cry about not getting more minutes mm-hmm. because you're playing behind Jamal Murray. I applaud what Calvin Booth did in decisive, bringing in veteran guys that know how to win. Guys that are not going to create problems like Reggie Jackson and yeah. and Thomas Bryant. It's unfortunate because I think Bones Highland is a, a terrific player. You just there comes a point though where you've got to buy into what. The role you have on a team, and he was not buying into he's it. He's got million dollar talent, ten cent head. Is what he's, he is. he's Nuke Lelouch. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was looking. You, we talked about the Nuggets forty wins in the before the All Star break. So forty eight seasons of NBA basketball. They played eight seasons in the ABA, which they're pretty dominant. Forty eight seasons, twenty have had forty or fewer wins total in their history. So you're that that's impressive that I mean so, not just to get to forty wins for the All Star mm-hmm. break, but there have been seasons, yeah, where they haven't won forty games, period. Right. The last three years, forty eight, forty seven, forty six wins. They have forty at Valentine's Day. There's still season to be played yeah. after the All Star break. Is forty this and eighteen. A Western Conference Finals or better. This season's a failure if they don't get that far. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I think Western Conference Finals like bare minimum, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you've got to get They're there. And they they got to get something. They have yeah. to be a Final Four team, right? You know, conference Final team. Yeah, I think I think if they anything short of the Western Conference Finals, it'll be a a huge huge disappointment yep. and an epic failure on the part of the Nuggets. Agreed. If that doesn't happen this season, all right. Nuggets uh, take on Dallas tomorrow night. Dallas coming off that wild one with Minnesota last night. And uh, Kyrie and Luka at Ball Arena tomorrow night. Jason Kosminski will have it for you pregame at 6.30 Wednesday night. The Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks. It's time for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Well, on the post-game podium since the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, the game's MVP, has done a lot of talking, and he's spent a fair amount of it giving major props to his counterpart from Sunday night, Jalen Hurts. 
there was any doubters left, there, there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win, I mean, that was a special performance. I, I, don't, want to get lo- I don't want it to get lost in, the, in the, the loss that they had. I mean, even whenever we got all the momentum in that game and, and we went up eight points in the fourth quarter for him to respond and move his team right down the football field and run it in himself for the two-point conversion, it was a special performance by him, man. And, um, I mean, it, you make sure you appreciate that when you look back on this game. Appreciate the fact that was a yeah. guy that lost his job at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Goes to Oklahoma. Has a brilliant finish to his career. Yeah. and But but has dealt with some adversity. And, and huge and, questions. And doubters about whether or not yeah. he could throw the ball and be an effective passing quarterback in the league. We, we've seen this season. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can do that. We saw that Sunday night. He made some dude throws Sunday night. And, and you know, and... and Props to Patrick Mahomes yeah. for acknowledging how great that performance was because he could have glossed over it. And we mm-hmm. won, they lost. Too bad. Yeah. Classy on the part of Mahomes to go, that guy balled. That guy right. played his heart out. Don't overlook that. Yeah, and how uh, how good he played in that game. Probably w- could have very well. could have named him the MVP in a loss. Yeah. Could have very well done that. 300 yards, three rushing touchdowns. Seven, 70 yards in the ground. Record Got for a the quarterback. rare octopus. Yeah, tied. touchdown two point conversion. Yeah, tied tied TD for the touchdown rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl as a quarterback. As, as a quarterback. Yeah, nuts. Uh, let's see. From Haas, took the wife to see bull riding with the kids on Valentine's Day. I still hear about that every year. I bet you do, Haas. Yep. Uh, Jamie this morning. Nick Kyrgios in tennis is must-see TV. He might actually fight someone, and he plays progressively better the angrier he gets. He's also, that dude's a lunatic. He's also a bad human being, too. Yeah. Let's be That's honest. neither here it. nor there. But. but Jamie's right in that regard. If you watch him play, yeah. something interesting might just happen. Right. We didn't. And, and to be fair to Jamie, we did say all good dude team, right? <laughs> no, no. Just you, know, you, you love to watch it. Yeah. Jamie's reason for watching, to love to watch him is. Because he's a lunatic. Who knows what's, what he's going to do next. Yeah. Exactly. All right, 741. We'll talk with our college basketball insider, Wyatt Thompson. That's next on the Jim Davis Show. Touchdown every morning. Woo! The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Talking college basketball with the team's insider, Wyatt Thompson. On the Jim Davis Show. With us right now on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Our college basketball insider, Wyatt Thompson. Good morning, Wyatt. Well, good morning, sir. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fine. So uh, you'll be on the job tonight working at uh, Norman when uh, the Wildcats take on Oklahoma. You Look, you've been married for a long time. How do you, how do you, how do you uh, reconcile things with the misses on Valentine's Day evening <laughs> when you've got work to do, sir? That's a great question, and it's not necessarily as easy as you might think. But what helps is is having the most understanding, loving lady ever, <laughs> <laughs> and she appreciates the fact that you know she knows how much I I love this. So um, I, I don't know what else to say other than I'm I'm fortunate, and um, you know I think probably what we'll do is have a nice dinner uh, tomorrow night um, and and kind of go from there. But it's not it's not easy, man. It's just weird. Um, how about you? You 
you deal with that occasionally, right? Uh, yeah, on, on occasion, yeah. And, and my situation is a little awkward, as I said earlier, because my birthday is tomorrow. And so <laughs> it's a Valentine's birthday kind of mashup mm-hmm. thing when it comes to Valentine's Day. So I, I just, yeah, I think with, with, with Kendall, we, you know, we... Look, for those that celebrate Valentine's Day, that's great. And we, we do, we acknowledge it, and we, we celebrate it to a certain degree. But uh, right, we, right. we prefer it. You know, it's, it's going to get kind of mushy here. But, you know, we, we love each other. And we love being together every day. So it does. Right, I mean, right. it's, not a, it's not a just a, hey, one day out of the year, I'm going to tell you how much I love you and how much I care about you. And I know that's probably <laughs> the, the same situation um, with you and your wife as well. It sounds to me like you've got it figured out, that, and that's the best part. And, and that's, I think, probably what I struggle to say there because, you know, we do enjoy being together and uh, enjoy the time because it isn't constant and necessarily every day. Um, you know, in, in the sports season, as I say, basically from, I'll say, the 1st of September through hopefully hopefully mid to late March. Right. <laughs> or, or better. Um, exactly. You know, it's pretty pr- pretty much a grind, but... Uh, you know, it, it helps when you have a football season like we had and a basketball season like we're having. So uh, that, that's all good. Absolutely. Of course, 12th ranked right now uh, at Oklahoma tonight. And looking quickly at the AP Top 25, Alabama, your your number one team. And for for Alabama, the, the first time that they've been the top team in, in 20 years. So it's, it's been a long time since the Crimson Tide, known, of course, for Nick Saban and that uh, prolific uh, championship football program. But basketball on top of the of that mountain for the first time in a long time. Yeah, Coach Oates has done a really nice job. Uh, there's no doubt about that. They really um, they have a lot of talent. Um, you know, sit there at 22 and three, and and um, I think they're as good as most. You know, a lot of people, and this happens in college basketball. I, I think, especially as we get closer to Selection Sunday and stuff. They're going to look at that that loss at Norman, ninety three sixty nine, which is where we play tonight, uh, as much as their entire body of work, and probably shouldn't do that. We all have bad days. I mean, everybody was giggling about K State losing at Tech on Saturday, and then they popped uh, Texas last night. So it, it does. And, and and by the way, there are seven Big Twelve teams in the top twenty five of the net this morning. So the league is hard. It's it's, it's always been hard, but probably not quite like what this year has been for sure Wyatt Thompson voice Kansas State Wildcats our college basketball insider with us on the team sports network Kansas number five and we are kind of throwing I think a lot of people nationally kind of you know throwing dirt on their grave uh the the way they've been playing but they have been surging uh got the win over at Texas at home Oklahoma um you know they've right now they've got more quad one wins 12 than any other team in the country so it is. It is a little. It is a little deceiving what we thought about in the past. I mean, that was accurate. They were not playing great basketball. Of course, they they had the loss against your team during uh, that that stretch a while ago. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, Bill Self's got the defending national champions uh, upright and uh, breathing and and running toward uh, a spot in the postseason. Perfectly said, and I love your your wording of surging. I think that's that's exactly right. A couple of two or three things have happened there um, for those who don't necessarily follow it all that closely with Kansas. One, um, their their point guard, who's a really, really fine player, went through a stretch where he actually got hurt, took a big shot on his head in our game in, in Manhattan. And for a couple of games, he just wasn't the same guy. But since that time, 
he's been really, really good. And then, uh, as Bill Self teams kind of do, they find another piece along the way. Um, this piece happens to be a big-time recruit, uh, five-star McDonald's All-American freshman, Ernest Uday, who did nothing early, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's become a force. When, and with his size, which is exactly what they need, all of a sudden they look and are totally different. So, yeah, for those of you who wanted to throw, and there are there are people in the state I live that would like to throw dirt on, on that grave too early but and, and have before, but it, it's a mistake. Um, this thing's a long grind, and self always finds a way to figure it out now. Wyatt Thompson, absolutely, he, yeah, and, and they have figured it out right now. Wyatt Thompson, voice Kansas State Wildcats or College Basketball Insider with us on the Team Sports Network. Another Big 12 team we should acknowledge that is surging, playing really well right now, not just Kansas, but the Baylor Bears. They've won nine of their last ten. They did have the loss to Texas, but yeah. uh, they're, they're now healthier, Wyatt, and they just uh, brought back a very important piece that you've talked about previously. Yeah, Jonathan Chalmachachu, a heck of a player. Um and, and it's remarkable for him to come back in basically a year's time. I'll remind you at this point that they basically started the conference season, and this is kind of hard to believe with their talent level, but they started conference play 0-3. And when we beat them in Waco, that was their third game. All of a sudden, you look at the conference schedule, they've gone from 0-3 to 9-4. and that's really hard to do in this league and um, beat West Virginia last night. They're 20 and six overall. And, and the other factor that hurt them early in the conference season, and, and probably it had some effect in our game was uh, they, a couple of those really good guards, including LJ Cryer, weren't exactly at a hundred percent. So they're cooking right now. The other team in our league that's really, really hot is Oklahoma state. It's been, it's been crazy to watch them. They just won in, in uh, Ames. Uh, and all of a sudden, after a terrible start, they're seven and five and sixteen and nine, and people are talking about them a little bit too. Yeah, and and guess who you get coming up next Tuesday? You know this better mm-hmm. than I do. You get the aforementioned Baylor Bears coming up on on Tuesday at Bramlage. So uh, that'll be a a fun one with the Wildcats and the Bears. Uh, the situation with Virginia and Duke, yeah. where now the ACC's admitted that a mistake was made. Free throw should have been afforded the, the Blue Devils at the end of regulation. That did not happen. They, they they screwed it up, and it goes to overtime, and Virginia ends up winning. I guess just your your takeaway on on that, because we, we, we far too often now, whether it's the NFL or, in this case, college basketball, we're hearing too much about officiating playing a role in outcomes of games. Yeah, and I've, I'm probably going to be a little more harsh than, than you would like me to be here, but I have said for a long, long time that I do not believe that there is enough accountability in college basketball officiating. Uh, those guys make a lot of money. They, Many of them work five, six games a week, which is probably too many for some of them, maybe not for others. Uh, but, but I've always felt like, you know, there's not – all of the accountability goes to these conference supervisors of officials and not the individuals themselves where everybody else, coaches, players, and what have you, have to answer for, for things. I just think that sets a bad precedence. And, and, and the reality of it is, is that was a pretty, pretty interesting mistake. And 
you know, I don't, I don't want to be too harsh with it, but maybe a game suspension or a fine or something wouldn't be out of the, out of the realm of the possibility to make the, the world a little bit better. Am I too harsh? No, I, I don't think so. I, I think that's fair. And, you know, and, and, and to kind of tie this in a little bit to the, the Super Bowl and what, look, the, the defensive holding penalty, mm-hmm. I don't think it was going to change, it, it wasn't going to change the outcome of that game. I still think Butker was in position to kick a field goal and they were, they were going to win. But, Point, point was brought up on Dan Patrick's show yesterday. I think it's a valid point, and this is just kind of an all-encompassing conversation about officiating. That maybe the NFL needs to stop having all-star crews work the Super Bowl. That it I needs agree. to be crews that work together, where there's not egos involved, where mm-hmm. it's a it's a group of guys that work together week in and week out. They know each other's mechanics. They they know each other and their temperaments, and that you can make better decisions when it's guys you work with as opposed to a group of all-stars. We've seen how how super teams in the NBA don't necessarily work out. Looking at you, Brooklyn Nets. But um, but maybe that's the same thing with, with officiating in this case, too. I know it's not the same as what we're talking about with, with college basketball, but but having greater accountability, I, I think, is important. I think you're right about that. Why? I don't think you're being too harsh at all. Well, the chemistry part, too. I mean, we just talked about what Kansas is doing. Right, I mean, and, and right. how they have come together and gotten better and overcome some issues, including some injuries and what have you, and had guys step up. You know, to me, it makes and and their chemistry is important. Why wouldn't we think in the same vein that chemistry is important with the officiating crew in an NFL Super Bowl game? Right, exactly. I mean, it just it just makes more sense. I don't. It's a little different in baseball with, with crews that are graded. Uh, baseball is a little bit different, I think, because they seem to be more harshly graded uh, than, than, frankly, any, most any other sport that I'm aware of. Um, and, and I think they, they get those assignments based on the individual jobs that they do. And I'm, I'm going to say that the, the NFL is probably going to tell us that, that that's the way they do it. But it's a different thing. And, and I think feel and working together and knowing how guys mesh through that it is important. At least it would be for me. Yeah, chemistry counts. Whether you're, yeah. you're calling a game like what you do, crews that work games, a team on on the field or on the court. I mean, chemistry, I think, sometimes gets gets overlooked in some of these other areas, and, and they shouldn't be. Hey, Wyatt, uh, enjoy your Valentine's night with your wife tomorrow night. Um and uh, and enjoy calling the game tonight. Should be a good one, Kansas State, Oklahoma. I always appreciate it, my friend. Happy birthday, brother. Great <laughs> hey, talking to you, man. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> take good, care. Buddy. Wyatt okay. Thompson joining us today. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. But I thought I thought Patrick made a great point about that yesterday. Why don't they have a crew that's worked together? Maybe a crew that's, that's graded out the best, right? Throughout the course of a season, and that's the crew that works the Super Bowl. Valid point. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour two on the way on the Jim Davis Show on the team. Sports Network.